0: I'm so glad that we don't talk about the other company anymore. <laughs> yeah. Every day, yeah, I don't. every day I see something and I'm just like, Ah, oh, man, we're going to have to. No, we're not. All right. Nope. Uh, every day it strays
1: further from God's light as we stray further from it.
0: It has gotten worse. <laughs> like we stopped talking about it and then it nosedived. Fall and pray. One, two, three. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, fall in, okay. fall and pray that my next match is shorter.
1: Even like, even the good things <laughs> don't save it. Fall and pray that some sort of sickness <laughs> might prevent Jeff Hardy from doing this to me a second week in a row. Um, uh, no, that's probably not a good thing because I think I was just reading that Jeff Hardy tested positive for COVID. Oh no, that's legit. Oh, Jeff was gonna beat him two weeks in a row until Jeff caught COVID Holy and they had to take him off TV. Shit. I didn't know that was why. That's the only reason he won. We're gonna have the
0: NXT champion lose to a random mid Carter two weeks in a row.
1: Welcome to Fight Boys, the show about professional and not-so-professional wrestling, and I've had numerous moments over the past two weeks where wrestling has made me shit in my pants. (laughs) Scotty Moore! Uh, guess who's black? Blake is back. Blake is back, and he is back. I didn't mean to say- You wanna take a second go with that? Nope, I didn't mean to say black, but I accidentally did.
0: Yeah, he's Malachi Black. I'm an
1: idiot. He's- Malachi Black. He's Malachi's no.
0: black new co- new black's new I, cousin, Blake Black. <laughs> Blake Black. I already made that joke two weeks ago. <laughs> uh-huh. Damn it! Well, I wasn't here. It's new to me, and I'm down with that M.D.K. life, the Dylan. Uh,
1: I've also had, a uh, 17 light tubes smashed over my face in the past
0: 35 minutes, Blake Tanner.
1: You want me to just cut that in? <laughs> yeah, then <yeah>, do that, <laughs> do <Again>? that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, we're just gonna cut out that two minutes. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, my
1: fucking dumb tongue. So. Once again. Wow, ch- I don't know if there has been, since the beginning of Fight Boys, a one-week-slash-two-week period where so much
0: shit happened it's always like when we how, take off i like how i like how like last week we're like uh eh, nothing really happened like you had a migraine it was like before dynamite and then dynamite happened and i was like man we really whiffed that one that was a mistake yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and,
1: and then we woke up <laughs> the next morning to cm punk and daniel bryan contract shit and went fuck oh, yep. damn it ah. Could have, could we could have caught that ahead of the game, but no, now we're behind as usual. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's I, all my fault. So I, I've followed the news adjacently, but also I'm trying my best not to get so invested in it that I'll be a disappointed or b when they return, being like, oh good, that's where Daniel Bryan's at, because uh, I'm gonna get into that later in the show, because I'm like both of these guys you shouldn't have said anything it shouldn't have got announced you should have kept it very close to the chest but
0: do you do you really think that that was possible really yeah deep Deep down in your soul like malachi black yes that was whatever like, Christian Cage, yeah, you can keep that. These are literally two of the biggest names in wrestling in the past decade. If you think you could keep that under, under reps, you are out of your goddamn ginger mind.
1: Right. Which, I mean, one of my favorite things is they're still, two, both of them, two of the biggest names in wrestling. CM Punk hasn't even wrestled for, what, six years? Oh, it's been a while. Seven. 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 Shit. Yeah, but I just like imagine the surprise. The surprise
0: of it. But you, my favorite you, I can that's fine. People are still gonna be surprised because no one believes it. They yeah. announced the Chicago thing as the first dance, and everybody's like, oh my oh my god. And until he walks through the curtain to cult of personality that Tony Khan has bought the rights to, because fuck WWE. Yeah. Like <laughs> I Until of, I see him with my own eyes on a stage, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I've read everything. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Now, yeah, um, Who was it that was talking to Tony and was like, "Have you signed a contract with Daniel Bryan?" And then they just went Tony looked at me, smiled and walked away. <laughs> no, not for nothing. I will say Punk's troll game on this has oh, been next, legendary oh, with next his year, Twitter year, following. Next
0: year. Between him and Matt Corona, there is just yes. Twitter. Twitter troll game is at a new high in the wrestling industry. I want. I
1: don't know how he swung. Living color followed Tony Khan on Twitter, <laughs> and that shit was like you bastards. I. Uh, I I'm. I- I'm tentatively excited because it is my boys. It is my boys, but also I'm just like I, I actually talked about this on the O S W Discord because everyone was talking about like there's not been a genuine surprise in so many years. There's not been a surprise, and because do you remember t- it.
0: two weeks ago?
1: Oh, Alistair? Yeah. yeah, they brought up a they brought up uh, Malachi, but with me, I said it's not about knowing. It's about how you do the surprise. Because we all knew AJ Styles is coming to WWE. We didn't know he was going to come out number three in the Rumble. Like, Once people know, or at least the rumor, the rumor get out, it's now your job as a booker to go, where do I put them where no one's going to expect it? Yeah, it's never about the destination in wrestling, usually. It's about the journey, even though the destination feels pretty damn good. Oh, but once you reach that destination, you got another destination you got to get to.
0: <laughs> the destination's going to be one of those uh, those things where just, like, collectively... Like, I hope there's a flood warning in Chicago for the amount of, <laughs> the amount of jizz that's just going to fill the streets when CM Punk walks out.
1: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a Chicago jizz warning tonight, <laughs> in effect, until... 12 p.m. That's right. Jizz warning till midnight. My my favorite, I thought I wasn't doing Dragon Con, and then they were like, can you be on a panel? And I said, sure. And then I realized the panel is during all out, at which point I said, I'm going to be useless on this panel because I am going to be the whole time glancing down at my cell phone (laughs) watching this. (laughs) Oh. Um, Blake, are you going to
0: Dragon Con?
1: Um... You'd have don't to buy know. a ticket because I got in because yeah. I'm famous. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. It, since we're not uh, doing a show, yeah. um, probably not. Uh, okay. Uh, I didn't. Also, be- yeah, go. we're not doing a show, are we? Not no, this la- time, right? Because the last time we did a show, Blake, we called it the first annual end of the world tour, and then the world ended for about a whole month year. So, no, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> uh I you know I i'm was, sad that it wasn't my thing though was, it wasn't the killer birds
0: I'm I'm, I'm I'm sad maybe next year we can do a fight boys one it's like would you and when we show up if anyone shows up, was like holy shit this is our biggest live crowd ever <laughs> if <laughs> and with the exception of the time we guessed it on yeah. mega Rans, that doesn't count he is way yeah. bigger draw than us mm-hmm. <laughs> he has actual uh, fans
1: Honestly, not much big news outside like there well, there is big news, I'm but sorry, most what? of it's gonna be in heels and baby faces. Hold on, let me um, make a hundred percent sure. Uh the uh only other one that's fucking massive is of course Jay fucking white coming out and impact and me going, Okay, y'all ain't fucking around then.
0: Mm-hmm, there he is, mm-hmm. huh? And then he recruited yep. Chris Bay, and they're now Beyblade.
1: Oh my ah!
0: god. Is that canonical? Yeah, yeah. Chris Bay to... brought that up. He was like, babe, like, oh. you like
1: that? We'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll workshop we'll work it. I like it. I like it. Let it rip. I do like how they didn't wait long enough until after, like, after Switchblade came out. They didn't wait long enough before they told Finjuice to go attack him. So Finjuice runs out as it goes off the air. So everyone's going, what happened? What happened? And it's like, no, it's just the post-match angle that they do to send the crowd home happy. That's it.
0: Yeah. Uh, How was, uh?
1: did you watch Impact? How was his return, like, promo-wise and
0: everything? I didn't get a chance, no. They didn't. Nobody, I read, it's, I, it's, it's I read, really hard to find Impact stuff unless yeah. you're, like, really looking for it. Because there's nothing <laughs> on the subreddit, mm-hmm. and, like, I'm not going to dig through, I'm not going to subscribe to Impact's YouTube channel. That... That sends all the wrong messages for my profile. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad enough I still get suggested things regarding impact based off the fact that I uh, had a day where I just watched nothing but Joker sting analysis and video. <laughs> <laughs> I have no, I have no regrets. That was a very enjoyable day. You can suck a whole dick. Uh, <laughs> I
1: wouldn't say that was a bad use of your time either. I no. Mean-
0: no, Joker, I want to meet the, I want to meet Sting. Have him sign a TNA Joker Sting shirt and, and tell him, "Listen, I, I want you to know this was brilliant work.
1: <laughs> no one talks to you about it. I know, but I me, know Will <laughs> Sting, you acted like I... a
0: Batman night, uh, like '66 character <laughs> in pro wrestling. It was great. Yeah." Um, I, I read. Uh, my favorite
1: part about Jay coming out is apparently Kenny and the uh, Good Brothers are just pretending they're cool. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh no no, Jay, Jay's having them a little tizzy. It's all good,
0: brother brother Switchblade over there. And he's because <laughs> remember whenever Kenta showed up and Kenny was like, oh brother Switchblade didn't tell me you were coming. And Kenta was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, Kent is a goddamn legend.
1: <laughs> should oh. we get on to Fight for the Fallen, aka the best AEW show in a fucking while?
0: Are we really not gonna talk about the fact that Matt Cardona almost died?
1: Hey bud, look at my heel of the week. Is- <laughs> he's he, he's on there. He yeah, no, we're we're gonna discuss that son of a bitch and oh, the greatest. Oh, I'm thing. sorry. I, I
0: thought I thought you were going to talk about the crowd, not him actually. My apologies. Yes. No, no, no. The crowd is a baby face, in my opinion. (laughs) You have not read enough details then.
1: See, I, because they were throwing, the people who were just throwing empty cans, I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 this is good. It's got that NWO heat. There were people throwing full, unopened cans of beer at him, and that's the ones I have issues with. They threw pizza cutters at him. Holy shit. I, what i don't know if that's worse than a full beer because Considering you that be, could have
0: hit him in the eye and blinded him for life yes well i mean he, he did that's he an had assault his, right he, there yeah that's a the pizza cutter is assault the pizza cutter <laughs> is full chargeable assault
1: yeah but you gotta make sure you get the right angle on it because if the handle hits him it's useless full can of beer you can throw it all you want and you will hurt him I have seen I have seen people make those kind of shots in wrestling rings though, yeah. <laughs> just with like cups and shit. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I I have them I have them fully as heels. Between that and hating on Cesar Bononi for no reason. Oh, was he on? Uh, yeah, he was on the second night. He had a he had a good match, and they were like, "Don't come back! Don't come back!" and just hated him out. And then Joey yeah. Janela came out and he was like, "I'm totally booking him again. You guys can fuck off," <laughs> because I love I love Joey Janela. Like I I know why he's not being promoted in AEW. It's because of all the GCW stuff, and he's probably just like, "Listen, you let me do this, I'll be low card. Deal. Yeah. I've got I've got at least another decade of this. I'll make it. Let work. me
1: let me do yes. GCW. I let you <laughs> let Luther pin me.
0: It's okay." <laughs>
1: I'll do that.
0: I'll do that for you. <laughs> you. Fun fact: uh, L- L- Luther wrestled the 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 GM, uh, like AEW GM mobile game had a tournament, and the winner got to choose an opponent on elevation for Lee Johnson. If Lee Johnson won, he gets to face Miro. That guy chose Luther. That guy willingly chose Luther <laughs> to wrestle <laughs> Lee Johnson out of. He yeah, apparently had a list of people. And I was like, that must have been a very short list. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's Luther and Luther's cousin. Co- Which one are you picking, bud? By the way, by the way, that's also Luther. Yeah, yeah. no,
1: he's he's on this list three times. <laughs> you just spelled Luther backwards. I
0: see, here's the thing. I would have gone with Serpentico over Luther for that. Match. Oh, yeah. Because the athleticism. Also, there is no reaction to lee johnson anymore yeah like he had that magic no one was behind him like he now that he's aligned himself fully with the nightmare family i also think people hate his uh apple tr- apple like tights much yes. like me <laughs>
1: Because it's based off <laughs> QT, and it's like, don't have gear based off your rival, because yeah. eventually your rivalry will end, and now you've got an apple on your ass for no reason. Yeah, now
0: you just have red and green tights, like some kind of weird-ass Christmas tree. Uh, <laughs>
1: wh- but- what, you're some kind of elf?
0: <laughs> I wa- so I want you to know, when Miro murders him, uh, yeah. there will be cheers, and it will be very confusing. Oh, uh, speaking of
1: li- live crowd reactions, uh, as you said earlier, nature is healing because the crowd booed the shit out of Cody Rhodes this week, and I was so fucking happy.
0: Oh, uh, yes. Who do, we, who do we cheer? The prince of pro wrestling or the guy that got shit on in, in the other company came back with a sweet gimmick and basically just looks like the world's coolest satanist mm. Mm. that's guy. not even close i'm not rooting for homelander mm-hmm. i uh yeah i was route- actually no that is that is that is literally homelander versus the boys that is what you're cheering <laughs> yeah! at this point that is really <laughs> he's he's the boy yeah he's the boy holy shit he's just the boys <laughs> <laughs> Fuck with, me. with some extra satan on top but really yeah <laughs> a little it's, bit more say it's it's, it's almost a, like the boys... it's a little more it's a little more forward with me yeah like a <laughs> little more i
1: mean it's I mean, weird was. but they could do a double turn here where the satanist becomes the baby face and i don't know how i feel about that good good you should um, feel great that's about how yourself. i feel <laughs> but yeah like i said this week's dynamite was fucking amazing it was fight for the fallen um nick fucking gage which we're going to get into but Tanahashi showed up, and I I was like, I was scrolling through because I was like, okay, it's it's the coronation of the new FTW champion and Brian's gonna come out. Let me just fast forward through this. The fuck. Hey, Tana, what's up? The only good part oh. about the uh, coronation though, was the fact that they got a full New Orleans jazz band to play out
0: Ricky Starks. It wasn't the plant handing him flowers.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that was good, too. Ricky, the more I look at Ricky, the more I see early-era Dwayne Johnson. The more I see Baby Rock. And I know he can't get that, like, jacked, but, like, charisma-wise, they are on the same level. We didn't
0: think The Rock could get that jacked. And then, he now looks like The Rock ate The Rock. The Rock, Rock, (laughs) yep.
1: Which is... Funny, because the exact opposite happened to John Cena. Now he just looks like a withered John Cena. He looks like someone's dad. Dad (laughs) Cena. He he is Um, a dad. Yeah, he... Oh, wait. So, AEW did the thing again where they gave them no time for their main event,
0: which I'm usually upset about. But y'all, this had about as much time as it needed. As I as I said earlier, how long do you really want to watch Chris Jericho die? Because <laughs> at Pains a certain and- point, you're fetishizing it, and I'm worried about you.
1: <laughs> yes. At a certain point, I can only take so much deathmatch wrestling, yeah. and the aforementioned uh, uh, Cord- Cardona match filled that quota. Yeah. Um... Bizarre moment during the match was when uh Nick Gage brought out literal light tubes, something that has not been seen on pro wrestling television in years. And commentary was like, yeah, but Jericho's got the bat. I'll take a bat over light tubes any day. And it's like, you've never had
0: glass in your eyes, have you? Eyes. Yeah. To be to be fair, they know it's gimmicked glass. Yeah, real really, light tubes I would run from.
1: Yeah, real like, light p- tubes would tear your fucking nuts off. Well, no, not only that, like it it powderizes, so it actually sends yeah. gas into the air that's poisonous, could kill you. That we breathed at that GCW show, and somehow yes. we're still alive. Um, well, also, you know, the dust fra- gets inside your blood, No, will fuck yeah. you up. Yeah, no,
0: the, you do realize the light tubes they use have been emptied and filled with, like, powder.
1: No, no, no. I, I'm saying, no, like, the ones they used on AEW uh-huh. were gimmicked. Like, usually it's clear, like, because you can hear almost like a pop uh-huh. of the glass breaking and the gas releasing out. And this time when Nick Gage hit him, it was just like, psh-
0: yeah, because if you ever see, like, uh, oh, like, uh, Big Japan Wrestling, BJW, the, like, the ones there, like, it's all white, and you can't tell me that that still doesn't hurt, because their most famous wrestler looks like you took a shaved monkey and just dragged him through glass for miles, because <laughs> he's scarred to hell. Mm-hmm. His
1: entire body looks like Abdullah the Butcher's face. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, really does. God. I'm not even joking. <laughs> uh, but Nick on, Gage used a pizza cutter
1: on, on, Jericho's national, face.
0: on national television. He also stabbed Jericho in the face with a light tube twice, once trying to blind the man. I can't tell you how incredibly like excited I was for all of this. Because this shows... This is why I feel like AEW is eventually going to outlast everything. Like... Yeah. And why they'll never be dropped. Because, like, T- TNT can't pay for this kind of hype. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, and
1: um, I was honestly more proud of Jericho than anyone else, because I'm like, you don't have to do this. this is, this is a re-
0: This is a retirement run. Yeah, yeah
1: I feel I like just... that. And not for nothing, like, Jericho always seems like the guy that's willing to do stuff like that. Like, when you think about the PG era of the Fed yeah. And, or more so when he had that match with uh, Moxley in the, that weird cage and got
0: the <laughs> Um The Ambrose Asylum. Asylum. Okay, Holy so, wait, shit. Here's, wait, here's, what, here, here's the thing. So after he fights uh, Juventud Guerrero next week, if he has to- <laughs> What the fuck?
1: <laughs> I'm not even I joking. love <laughs> it. No, 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 I loved it because um, MJF literally did the pipe bomb for a few minutes. He did, was he, like, did he- cr- cr- Chris, while you sit there, as uncomfortable as I pray you can be, in pain, I want you to listen to me, Chris. Like, he did it, like, exactly. And then he was like, anyways, you're fighting Juventud Guerrera in a match where you just have to jump off the top rope. Good luck, Chief.
0: Where you just (laughs) have
1: to? I believe it's you have to hit a move off the top rope. So you have to hit, like, something big
0: off the top rope to win um yeah they're gonna have to change they may change it up they might they might have to expand on that okay here's how I know here's how I'll know he's retiring if he has to face FTW and Lance Storm is his partner he's retiring
1: oh yeah that's it FTR with Lance Um, oh wait that would actually be good they set it up like it's gonna be Chris and Sammy then they beat up (laughs) Sammy backstage next week Lance comes out that'd be really cool Uh, And then, of course, MJF. All right, you've reached your fifth trial. I get to pick the stipulation. If I beat you, you retire from professional wrestling. Like, I think that would probably be a good ending for Chris. Yep. Going through doing shit like he's never done before. Going out against, arguably, not the new Chris Jericho, but, like, the new biggest heat seeker in the business. Yes. Um... Also, uh, that did remind me. Um, you mentioning MJF doing the pipe bomb bit earlier. Yeah. There, there were all of these little tiny callouts oh, to yeah. to CM Punk throughout the whole. Darby Allen basically Darby's was just the most him. egregious.
0: So, so here is the thing: so Have you ever seen Kangaroo Jack? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know the bit where he's like, "You got to make him look at this hand, so they don't <laughs> see this hand." everybody look at cm punk so when we sneak daniel bryan in your face yeah so when flight of the valkyries plays and you collectively shit yourselves oh no no i'm still holding out for final countdown Uh,
1: yeah it's gotta be final countdown i would be amazed i just want to Uh, i just i just
0: want to because i'm blake if you don't do it i will pay for all out with my own money because it's not easily it's that important to me um, I uh, I understand, but but if I if I hear that, I will just God, Ali's gonna be so upset at me when I start screaming for no discernible reason. <laughs>
1: oh, I uh, I've still been looking for like tickets, even though I have something to do that day. And uh, thanks to these, the secondhand market prices of All Out tickets are through the fucking roof, to a point where it's like you can sit in the back row facing the wall for two thousand dollars you can smell daniel bryans in the same arena as you for two thousand dollars
0: i uh <laughs> i like how this is now more important than their first pay-per-view oh yeah yeah because i'm pretty sure this is the one that'll send them like this will send the mainstream
1: yeah, like super mainstream the...
0: like the nba people will no longer be like what's this discount wwe <laughs> stuff now it'll be like oh mm. okay Cause, cause, hey. cause you don't want to say that to see yeah, a punk.
1: Yeah. A lot of people were comparing it to the signing of Hall and Nash and, and being like that. They were like, Moxley's like Luger coming in in the beginning. And I'm like, that is the one and only time you can compare John Moxley to Lex Luger, but Luger. okay. Mm-hmm. But all right. No,
0: no, no. Cause you remember they've tried to force John Moxley to have a gimmick that wasn't over. Oh yeah. <laughs> so really, really, John Moxley is one bodybuilding career away from being the new Lex Luger. And I mullet. remember
1: that time that the, the mm. dean the dean mm. bus came up and down the roads <laughs> going to bus
0: By the way, to <laughs> to go to go back. So if um if Cody wins this match against Malachi Black and Malachi Black disappears off of TV like Anthony Agogo has, I will be furious.
1: Well no, Anthony's injured, isn't he? Anthony's working through something, I believe. I don't know. I, so. I haven't heard anything. He... Uh let me look it up real quick. Uh other notes real quick for uh the gauge match. Chris got the black mist out, which fuck yeah, but my favorite moment He did the was... thing
0: too. He did the Muda thing where he grabbed the throat beforehand. Did you see that? <laughs> oh oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. But Chef's um, kiss. Chef's kiss part. Moi. Moi. But,
1: but, but the best part of the match was, in fact, good old JR, who definitely hates deathmatch wrestling. And every time Gage pulled out more shit, he, JR just went, this is fun. This is fun, everybody,
0: isn't it? Isn't this fun? And I'm like, actually, JR? Oh, no, that's yeah. because that's because MJF said that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah it, was, was it, about it was. It was more of
0: fun. a callback to being like, "Yeah, this is fun, you fucking psycho." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, oh, and yeah. then everybody MJF. looked over at MJF and you were like, "Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's true." Yeah,
1: MJF was on point on commentary. Like he, he, it was like that moment when Don Callis said, "Shit." during the triple threat, if it was the whole thing. <laughs> it was just nothing but him me. like, he's got him! Fuck! Oh. Grab the ropes! <laughs> that was great. Because grab the ropes, and then uh, commentary just went, it's no DQ. That's not gonna do anything. And then MJF just went, shit! What do we do? <laughs> uh, I fucking the love The bit
0: that, that he was yelling that... at MJF at the end, at, uh, no, at Gage at the end, kick out! Kick
1: out! Damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um yes, Anthony Agogo's wrestling career is on the ropes. He is on the injured list after undergoing his 10th eye surgery. So Agogo's actually out because of that. I believe hold on. This article was posted on July 4th, which I do think Cody had a hand in. <laughs> he was like, "No, no, no, hold off on this. Wait till America Day so I can announce that I destroyed him so bad he needs new surgery." My God! What if instead of, what if Cody burned out a Gogo's eye with his laser eyes?
0: With his <laughs> laser, <makeup>. laser vision. <laughs> All right. By the well, way, I'm you... really, I'm really waiting for him to lean into it and have a shirt where he has like Super America. Oh stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: You mean most Cody Rhodes shirts? <laughs> He's already kind of there. Yes, yeah. he.
0: You know the. You, you know uh, Bioshock Infinite. He really just seems like that. Yeah. Like
1: um, I. I yeah, because I don't think no. Like it. No amount of shirts with American flags on it can make up for the name that he gave his daughter. Because that's just the pinnacle of your American self. Anyways, donate some money to patreon.com slash a load of BS if you're digging what we're putting down, and that's all the advertising I'm giving you this week. Dylan, uh, you never replied last last time. Who are we tweeting this week?
0: Uh, You want to tweet a congratulations at Shingo Takage for main eventing the Tokyo Dome against Tanahashi? Uh, Holy Who did shit. that match on one day's notice, having wrestled the day before yeah, in yeah. the main event, but since Ibushi has pneumonia... Yeah. All right. It's okay. Well, Everybody was to... afraid it was complications of the vaccine, so that oh, could have no. that could have potentially been worse, you know. But uh, yeah. But Shingo, uh, it was fucking. I only saw like the last five minutes, but like holy shit, Tana can still go somehow. The yeah. They better. They better tear that man apart after he dies, and just be like, how the fuck did? How the fuck? how the because his knees are destroyed yes
1: yeah. uh hey, hey takagi shingo congrats on main eventing the tokyo dome what a match hashtag Shinga watch <laughs> our twitter but, uh, account is a fucking mess to look at <laughs> whose fault is that scotty boy it's been a reoccurring bit on the show forever it's okay Oh, there's that time we tweeted Sting if we were going to see the insane icon. <laughs> all right, let's get into our heels and baby faces of the week. Who would like to begin?
0: Uh, it depends. What are we beginning with?
1: Uh, Blake, you got a pretty good one to, to start off with. All right, so uh, I assume heels. Um, yes, heels. <clears throat> all right, so there's been this. It happens anytime there's this major release of new wrestlers into the independent scene pool and they're snatched up by um the uh most of the companies that we cover all of the companies that we cover and they may have been released by a company we don't cover let's just say that and every time there's always this grumbling and fighting that i see where they're just like ah these companies are just snapping up the cast offs and they're not they're, they're just, uh, almost like they're taking a step to, down, like, yeah, exactly. Like they're coasting, like the, they're being hired because they work for that company, not because they are great wrestlers. And I see this, I saw it real hard with Malachi Black, um,
0: that uh, because one's the
1: weirdest one, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just, it just always comes up. Cause it's like these anti, and I think it is people who are just very staunchly anti AEW, which it's not a lot, but they're very. To be to be fair, I do
0: feel that there are also people that watched what happened with Impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't I know if that you've that's... I don't know if you've ever seen the Impact video uh, set to fire coming out of a monkey's head by the gorillas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it tracks really well, horribly well, and like Downfalls had like everything was good, and then they brought in everybody and then they put those people above but that's been the great thing about AEW is that with the exception of the very first pay-per-view with Jericho winning the title uh actually no cuz Moxley was the second yeah,
1: Mox. Uh, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. but uh John Moxley is so Vastly different from Dean Ambrose. That yes, he, he is. He was his
1: own thing at that yeah. point. But he they, was
0: completely reinvented. But like Christian, and most- Christian came in and and they like saw his reaction. And they're like, no Jungle Boy, definitely Jungle Boy. If we have Christian win this, there may be a riot.
1: Yeah. Yes, and they are very good at course correcting for that. And I I understand the sentiment when you put, bring in the historical like. What happened with Impact when, um... Listen, they know, haven't brought they, in
0: the nasty boys. That's... Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: and when you when you have cast-off wrestler, like wrestlers from the Fed who were um, brought in and given too much creative control, let's say, how it can be a bad thing. Whereas I'm pretty sure Tony very, very, like, while well, he's very open to every um, idea that anybody wants to bring to him... He's still in control of the book, and he's not letting that go to satisfy people's ego except for the little bit of time that he has to contractually give Cody. Yeah, well, I mean, like, speaking of Cody, that's one of the things he said a long time ago was uh, talking about uh, someone who I'm going to be talking about soon, Matt Cardona, talking about the fact that he didn't get his gig in AEW because he's my friend. He got his gig because he's a talented wrestler, because that was the big thing with, like, Nitro with Impact is they hired a certain individual a certain s- roasted turkey of a man who was like, can you get
0: for a job, brother? Can you bring in the beefer? Mm-hmm. Can you yes. bring in the nasty boys? <laughs> can you bring in Sags with his prolapsed anus? Yes. <laughs> uh, I- <laughs>
1: But I just think that the idea that people immediately, like, that, you know, just go to that, just saying, uh, oh god, they're they're bringing in all of this talent, it's they're, they're gonna ruin this company, um, because these are the cast-offs, or these are the people that the other company let go, and it's just like, god, calm down, y'all, it's Malachi Black, he's so fucking good. He's good. Um, I'm beyond shocked that both Nasty Boys are alive. I just went through to check. I was like, no, one of them's got to be taken out at this point. Honestly, the
0: only one that felt kind of like that was Chavo. But considering what his role is and like considering that he doesn't look like he's a wrestler for. Because I remember Lucha Underground where people were like, oh, fuck, it's Chavo.
1: Yeah. but
0: Chavo Guerrero in a suit with a goatee for some reason is very believable. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell me he ran, a like, a mid-tier company on the West Coast. I'd believe you.
1: Yeah. They, so, legi- uh, they legit went to TNA, too? What the yeah. fuck, Nasty? Yeah. Yeah. They were, that, that they were champions. Right.
0: They were tag mm-hmm. champs.
1: Mm-hmm. Fuck! Right, and Blake, just as my one final point on this, since 2019, when AEW started, and I'm quoting verbatim, WWE has released or let the contracts expire of 98 wrestlers. AEW has signed 14 of them. Impact has signed 10 of them. In that same time, WWE has signed 11 former Impact wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, Well, So, going, there's, there you go. Going back to what you were saying, like, with it, people being upset about it being Mal- Malachi Black, that I don't get. Because, in a way, like, he came from the indies. He was Tommy In, So, when he left, it's just like, oh, we have Tommy In back. Fuck yeah where's Chris Hero? I'm still waiting yeah. on him. I think, uh, I, see, I think anybody who they, has that is someone who has what I like to call raw vision, where that's yeah. all they watch.
0: So here's here's the thing. Um, they keep wanting to bring in Chris Hero, but every time they open the door, Eddie Kingston is there with, uh, with a barbed <laughs> wire around his fist, and they're just like, you know what? Maybe next <laughs> week. Um, but,
1: what if A professional wrestler could take that perspective of, oh, that's just a WWE guy. He's gone. He's a cast off. He's not worth anything. What if someone could take that and weaponize it against a crowd of angry, drunk MDK gang members? (laughs) And that is what Matt Cardona has done. And I'm so impressed with him. Who would have thought, ten years later, we're still talking about Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, and Zack Ryder? I mean, talk about a character reinvention. And I think we all... We were all curious about what Cardona would do once he hit, like, the independent scene, mm -hmm. whether he was going to get signed by a major company, and then he did
0: this. I think it Mm -hmm. took until he had the right... The right opportunity. Because, like, on AEW, on Impact, it was a similar thing. Like, he couldn't really go and reinvent. now now he has like now he can weaponize his past like to the point now where if one of those places brought him back after this i would be more excited because i know he has that like thing behind himself because now he'll just be like i've been a deathmatch champion i'm and he would just douche that mm-hmm. out to the max
1: my thing though i don't know if it would work anywhere else other than gcw who have such a rabid violent homegrown fan base that having an outsider who was essentially wwe homegrown uh that i think that was one of the things that helped a lot was the fact that you have a bloodthirsty crowd who love homegrown talent against a guy who was made in the fed although arguably he also made himself But the fact that he was able to then turn it around and then he said shit like, I did this for the GCW
0: universe. Universe. Somebody was like, can you stop saying GCW universe? Shut the fuck up, Mark. (laughs) Yeah, he's calling himself
1: the Deathmatch King. It's so good. Apparently the hotel room was
0: covered in blood because Matt just went in and fell asleep. Oh, yeah, because... Wasn't it Chelsea had to like doctor Chelsea because she showed her like having to tape it up and the
1: yeah yeah oh no Chelsea uh, someone sent her a tweet saying if you were in a hotel room I really hope you kindly explained why there were blood stains everywhere Chelsea said oh I I had to or they would have called the cops on us but yeah he got the match he went through hell it's very not exactly reminiscent but it is reminiscent of like Edge versus Foley. Of, like, that's the moment where, oh, this guy can go and be a big thing. It was very much like that. And he went through hell. He, with the help of a very large amount of people, pinned Nick Gage. And then the world imploded. Yes. <laughs> As I, I, shit I, got I felt, thrown. I felt it from my home and from my bed in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, uh Gazi messaged me and said, did you see what happened? And I went, hmm, let me go see. It's probably nothing big. Maybe someone came out at GC. What the fuck? Okay.
0: So so here's the thing. That is one step behind the ECW show where they threw nothing but chairs in the ring.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, Was there someone under that? I always forget. Yes. Like someone on the... (laughs) Fuck. Uh, But yeah, that's my heel of the Week. Big ups to Matt Cardona for being such a quality fucking heel. Uh, and a clev- and a clever heel at that of like this is a very unique character for a bad guy to have.
0: Yeah. Uh my my heel of the week isn't uh a good heel at all. Uh Eric Bischoff decided he's to, back. <laughs> he decided and
1: better than ever.
0: He decided to open his mouth again, which arguably poor move on his part. Uh historically poor move on his part. Let me yeah. let me go with that. Uh, he decided to basically run down the fact that AEW was putting essentially a death match on as their main event. Talking about how, like, it's going to turn off the fans. It's not creative. It's just blood and gore for the sake of blood and gore. It is and creative.
1: To- I will say it did turn off certain fans because my mom straight up was like, you have to turn off the TV. But outside of that, like, d- death match wrestling is a... It is not everyone's cup of tea. But to call it not creative is absolutely ludicrous.
0: Yeah. And it's that thing of like they were using it to further a story. If it was just like we're going to have these two random guys kill themselves like yeah, fine. It's essentially the deathmatch version of bum fights. But yeah. uh there was a thing of like these are these are the trials of Jericho, like what's the what's what's fucking the worst thing we can do? How about we have Nick Gage who is essentially everything every stereotype about death matches incarnate in one human being yeah like he distilled, is a... what if we distilled violence and murder intent down to it... a single bald human being?
1: Yeah he is I mean we could, I could go off on Nick Gage because like that guy is astounding he has become something that's not happened in wrestling in a very long time which is almost even going back to the old uh the old days of the territories of a guy you just hear about and then once he comes to town it's just like well we gotta fucking go to see what he does (laughs) like it is a full-on he's become a literal legend he he, and what he does is murder people (laughs) yep and I was, I'm glad that you kind of brought this up, because I keep thinking, anytime a big, uh, like, marquee deathmatch like this comes up, we, you always see this conversation in wrestling social media, on the fucking subreddit or whatever, and it's just like, deathmatch wrestling is a very niche thing, and it's not everybody's bag, it's not everyone's cup of tea, I get that, but... You don't have to watch it. It's all right. You could just see the finish. Don't poo-poo it for people who are enjoying it. I mean, not only that. But as I long mean, as it's safe. And, I mean, Nick fucking Gage, for as much as he's going to kill you, is a pretty safe worker in a, even in a deathmatch con- like. Yeah, which is contest. absolutely a bizarre thing to say, but you're right. Mm-hmm.
0: I had something to say, and I completely <laughs> spaced on it. That's fair. All right. That's I was wondering, right. you, you had like the beat going, and then it just died. And I was like, "Were we supposed to talk there?" Uh, I was like,
1: "I had something to say," and then it just disappeared. All right, we almost never have an awkward silence like that on this yeah. show. It's weird. Way to ruin
0: our streak. <laughs> All right, let's get into our baby faces the of Brock the week. The of awkward but- moments. <laughs>
1: <I> quit saying <laughs> shit, so I have to leave it in there. <laughs> I'm trying to get a clean cut. So let's move on to our baby faces of the week. And before we move into ours, where we're, if this is unprecedented on this podcast. I do want to bring two mini baby faces to the week. Uh, one is Twitter, for when a man calmly expressed, "I believe Eddie Guerrero to be a B plus player." All of Twitter at once just went. how how are you this fucking stupid no and then it started trending on twitter oh wait i remembered what i was gonna say earlier um going back to not everybody likes deathmatch wrestling not everybody likes technical wrestling not everybody likes comedy wrestling but deathmatch is the one that gets the bad rap anyways that's because people that's that's because
0: people like nick gage almost die
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) fair point Props to Twitter for coming to the defense of Eddie Guerrero, who honestly didn't need defending. Like, we all know Eddie's amazing. Uh, My other mini one also happened on Twitter last week, but this is Fed adjacent, so I am going to have to talk about something that happened at Money in the Bank. But during the men's Money in the Bank match, Faye Jackson, who has the weirdest back and forth with Big E on Twitter, just tweeted out, if Biggie wins, I'll leak my nudes here because she hates Biggie. So it was just like, I'll leak my nudes if he wins. This isn't happening. And then Biggie won, and then she just went, "Ah, oh, fuck, damn it, shit." Damn it. <sighs> uh, to be fair, that I would, I do that too. I've seen people on Reddit who have said this horribly, like this thing that's never gonna happen isn't gonna happen, or I'll shove a banana up my ass. And then it happened, and guess what that person did? Yeah. Ran. But the beauty of this is the fact that Twitter started calling out Faye Jackson. And I mean everybody on Twitter. Warhorse was getting involved. Big e was involved. Everybody to a point where Sugar Dunkerton finally said, We are going to take you to court. And they did exactly that. They had a, a live wrestler's court on Twitter uh, through Spaces where you had the judge who was Tasha Steels, the prosecutor, Sugar Dunkerton, and the defendant, uh, Big Swole, was there. Meaning Cedric was probably listening as well. And I'm sorry.
0: Doing- what, was, what was Big Swole's defense? I have to know. Oh no no like they started getting
1: into intense shit of just like no you don't understand this is the character the, this is what the character said but you want this person to to uh, put out a nude and possibly wreck their their entire standing on Twitter possibly get the account taken away and then sugar oh big sugar, just kept coming back and getting angrier and angrier and it was amazing um but and they So broke... when can we so
0: uh, when can we expect these nudes? <laughs>
1: Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Unfortunately, well, I guess fortunately, uh, Faye Jackson has been declared innocent. Suge started quoting Training Day at one point, and that was <laughs> great. Uh, they broke spaces twice. They trended at number one on Twitter, um, and during that, D'Lo Brown was there. Like, just listening, not even part of it. Part of it, yeah. Xavier Woods, Sonny Kiss, Cedric, Leva Bates, Sue Young, Darius Martin, Roberto Rodriguez, Drake Maverick, High Spot's official Twitter account, <laughs> Anna J, Sean Ross Sap, Shane Taylor, <laughs> Booker T, allegedly. Allegedly. I- Isaiah <laughs> Cassidy, Marco Stunt, Deanna Purrazzo, <coughs> Warhorse, and more were just all here united to see this beautifully weird thing take place. And at the end, D'Lo showed up and was just like, this is fucking amazing what you guys have done. Because like he finally broke the kayfabe and was like, you guys are trending at number one. This is what this is fucking insanity. And D'Lo just put it over and it was fucking amazing getting to see all this was the true breaking down of the forbidden doors. Because everybody it, D-Lo. joined in. Uh and then my favorite was at the very end. They just kinda kept talking shit and Big Swell finally said, Look, it's the mama of the group, y'all. I gotta say when this is over, and it's over. <laughs> uh but yeah, it was just a really wholesome night where everybody got to come together and and just tell a wrestling story, but through a weird, bizarre mean, and it was an amazing night for everybody involved. I mean that's that's what I love about wrestling. This is one of those crazy, craziest hell things that you could say that only happens in wrestling. Yeah, yeah, but now let's get into our baby faces. And like I said, this is unprecedented because the only time this has happened before, um was a long time ago, and it was our when we all had Seth Rollins as our heel one week. But that was last the, year. That no, was No, that was 2 years ago because that was before
0: No, no, that no. That was before Fighter Fest. Before. Yeah, it was before Fighter Fest. Yeah,
1: that was when he was getting into it on Twitter. Holy shit.
0: Uh, oh yeah, where it was him and Will Osprey. Yeah, cuz we way.
1: talked about it on the Matt Mania live show. Uh but this time we've all brought the same baby face which is the first 30 minutes of AEW Dynamite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh I'll go I'll go first. Yeah. Uh the entrance the, the first five minutes alone are worth your time. They could have stopped the show after five minutes before the match even started, and everyone would have been satisfied with this match. Because first off, there was a, a video package talking about what it means to be a cowboy with, like, Hangman and the Dark Order. And then it just, like, lights came on, and all of the Dark Order members uh, were wearing purple, like, bandanas either as like bandit style or like around the neck or fucking uh Stu grayson had it like you know in his gear and then hangman shows up and he's got like pi- purple like flower like purple roses with like fucking things and they just like go down to the ring and i've never heard a pop that loud. i got it's-
1: genuinely emotional <laughs> yeah this is the first time like they've been a solid actual like team and they had, like, yeah. matching colors. And so I was like, they fucking do it.
0: Go get them, Man, Go! I mean,
1: it was beautiful. The, the cowboy silhouette in the background of everybody got me. Oh, yeah, so the, good. And then and
0: then I- and, then, and and then then to completely go the other fucking way with it, <laughs> the, the Elite came out uh, being announced like a basketball team with Elite Squad written in Toon Squad things and then came out to, Y'all ready for this? <laughs> I remember (laughs) and started doing fake layups on this thing and sucking. This sucks so. My favorite was um, Nick did. Kenny Omega
1: cannot dribble. Nick tried to do a a slam dunk Meltzer driver to the outside and he missed the dunk. And despite the fact that he just hit a very impressive move, the whole crowd was like, "You missed! You missed! You missed!" (laughs) But not since when uh Kenny came out as Sands Undertale did I have a similar moment of, is that the music? I think it is. Bam, 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 bam. bam. It is. <laughs> this
0: is. I like. This is. I like how that is subtly poking fun at the new, uh, like Split. the new Space Jam by mm-hmm. being like, no, no, no. I think Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan.
1: <laughs> also, it's just like. It is just a show off of the elite. It's like, we get the licensed music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, like, it it was... It was... This match was sponsored by Space Jam 2, which is very bizarre to me. Like, they were just like, oh, they're coming down to the ring and make sure to check out Space Jam 2, a new legacy. And I'm like, this is the culmination of multiple years of storytelling. And it's sponsored by... Space Jam. (laughs) All
0: right. Anything else about the entrance? Hold on. I'm sorry. I there was a gap in the videos I saw. Did they announce Kenny Omega something something North Carolina? They announced him from
1: North Carolina, and I'm like, that's not true. North Carolina. Carolina. He's Canadian.
0: He's from Winnipeg, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: Blanky T, you want to c- go continue on <laughs> with this? Yes, because as uh, after the wonderful entrances, we got into the actual meat of the match itself, and I only got to see a few choice moments, but they were choice. Um, because this match has callbacks to over a year's worth of storytelling yep. um like uh the ones you mentioned uh scotty was uh, like the end of uh revolution when um kenny and the bucks were inside the ring and they teased the super kicks or yep. uh, when uh one of the young bucks grabbed uh grabbed hangman's leg as he was getting ready to do the buck shot and he dragged him out like hangman did when he cost the bucks that championship uh opportunity mm-hmm. It Um, really kicked into high gear, because, like, the opening where everyone's kind of dueling with the Dark Order, yeah, it's it's a good match. But then it kicked it into high gear when it was a three-on-one handicap match of Hangman Page versus the Bucks and Kenny. And I went, this could be the pay-per-view. You could make this the main event. I mean, seriously, it was worth it just for that. It was unparalleled in its storytelling I think is the way that I would put it like I mm-hmm. just every little moment has a uh, a callback or a connection to the entire hangman elite storyline like yeah. that is all perfect
0: plus you got to see Johnny mm-hmm. Hungy
1: yes Johnny Hungy I think that was about all that I had to say I mean it was a wonderful match it was very heart wrenching to see hangman lose Well, here's the, I I know, I know you're, I'm doing that to lead into your, your thesis. Well, not only that, I just, two weeks ago when I was like, I kind of hope Hangman loses so he gets even sadder and I'm like, ah, fuck, damn it.
0: My words are coming back to bite me. And then one finger on the monkey paw curls in. (laughs) It's
1: like the time before WrestleMania 30 when I joked that Brock was gonna pin The Undertaker in that nothing rivalry and then it happened and I cried. Um, (laughs) Good.
0: You should have. You're a piece of shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I actually wrote all of this down to one of my friends so that way I could keep it and I don't go off. Uh, But so, the end of the match, Hangman lost, which is sad, but also he was fighting the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega alone. So, I understand it. The uh, original Elite. Yeah, exactly. It, but the beauty of him losing is it's going to force the way, it's going to change the entire way Hangman Page looks at professional wrestling. Because he came into AEW from the Elite. Which is a group of guys that are like, we're the best. Every time we go out, we're going to prove we're the best. We're going to steal the show. We're going to do good shit. And that thought process clearly is not good for people. As it has shown Kenny and the Bucks to go absolutely fucking insane. So it is detrimental to your mental health to always try. I got to do this. I got to be the best. I got to do that. And And being kicked from it caused Hangman to go into a downward, downward spiral of depression. Well, no, it was even before that. It was just the fact that he failed. It was the fact that in the elite, failure isn't something that's tolerated. And once he lost, it broke him to a point where he went into a depression, became an alcoholic. Storyline plays out. We know what the fuck happens there. But then we get to this. Hangman's big redemption. Commentary's literally calling it the most important match of his career. Failure, once again, is not an option for Hangman Adam Page. He must be elite on that night, but unfortunately, the sins of his past, aka costing the bucks the match last year, comes back to bite him in the ass. He for- It forces him to fail once again, and this time, it's even bigger than his first failure, because not only is he failing, he failed his friends because they he, they can't challenge for the titles anymore. Like, he fully failed them. It's affecting the Dark Order. This could drive Hangman into being an even bigger alcoholic and an even bigger psycho, which could be a fun, like, few-week storyline. But I think, ultimately, it's going to change the way he looks at wrestling because the Dark Order, I hope, will not be mad at Hangman. I'm hoping the Dark Order are just going to be like, no, it's fine. It, it, it's a wrestling match. Like, you lost. It, it's okay. It's whatever. We're,
0: we're sorry. We let you down. You had to face three people, and you still almost pulled it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, that's
1: why I put it. He has the Dark Order, a group of guys that come out to have fun and do what they love, wrestle, which is bizarre given the fact that they are a cult, also now cowboys somehow. <laughs> not, uh, not a cult, but still cowboys.
0: Yeah, not a uh, cult. What sounds like a cult but isn't a cult? The Dark Order. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: For the Dark Order, it doesn't matter if they win or lose. They love professional wrestling, and that's what Hangman is going to learn over the next few months because they're not going to deride him for this loss. They're going to welcome him and accept him with open arms and show him that it's not about wins and losses. It's about getting back up and doing what you love, not doing it the best to a point where it makes you hate it. Only when Hangman realizes that wrestling is fun, which is AEW's big... Uh, honestly, the driving force behind AEW is wrestling is fucking fun. That's when he can challenge Kenny by taking the very ideal of the company against the elite. I fucking love this storyline. I just hope that they go this direction. Did did you write that entire like thought process out? Because it sounds like you did. Oh, I wrote the whole thing out to Will from Radish uh, because the other week I was Uh on Radish and I ranted about Hangman Page and I said, bud, you're real lucky that this match hadn't happened yet because I would have went for an hour.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Uh I I
1: love this storyline so much. It may go down in history as one of my favorite professional wrestling storylines ever. And I'm sure you guys agree as evident by the fact that all three of us were like, yes (laughs)
0: yes <laughs> this match mm-hmm. yeah here's the thing is i uh so so like once i started to think about it i was like you're right there's two months they're gonna build nothing but i've it's been two years yeah yeah. like yeah. it's been two years i'm just like please please got just the payoff just please just i just i'm not just even want-
1: sure if they're gonna do it at all out at this point like i'm they not- are really okay
0: I mm-hmm. I will bet you I will bet you $5 that there's a tournament. And like that's oh. how they get around it. Oh, cuz the- cuz at the very end at the very end the last person announced and Kenny's like, "Okay, who's the last person?" Hangman, Adam Page. Hey. He's just like, "What?" He walked away. This is this isn't like you know Don Callis on the microphone like, you know, chewing scenery like yeah, it's yeah. made of taffy. Uh <laughs> i'm and trying
1: to think of what dark order member hangman looks the most like because i think the stipulation for this match was hangman is no longer allowed to
0: challenge for the championship he walks away from being in the top he walks away from his guarantee title shot as being number one
1: ah okay okay mm-hmm. but just it's a, he, like he was fucking... number one
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, fucking... that was that was the thing is he walks away he doesn't get to challenge because he's number one anymore like, he has to just... He can yeah. still be that, but he can't... Basically, being number one means you're first in line. He walks away from that. He gives that up. But it's not one of those, like... Uh, its He didn't pull a Cody. Yeah,
1: yeah. God, it's a... It would be just so good. Somehow, five has made it... So, he made his way all the way to the finals of this tournament. He wins with a buckshot lariat. What? That's not five! I, I like.
0: He looks like none of the Dark Order, yeah, by the that's way. Like
1: shitty. My original idea was Evil Uno, and I went, No, you can't put a fat suit on now, that boy big enough. Oh, hold on. What if that is what they do, but they play it up like when Edge and Christian were those two Lucha guys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, yes, and it's just like, We all know it's you. Why don't you just say
0: so? Because we can't prove we all know that Mr. America is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> uh oh yeah, they bring in a new one. It's like a
1: cowboy number or something. Number sixty-nine comes out. Number Yeehaw. Number Yeehaw. Number
0: <laughs> three haw. Three haw.
1: Alright, what'd you boys learn this week?
0: I learned that we all love we all love a sad millennial anxious cowboy. <laughs> Oh god,
1: I learned that pizza cutters can be the most accurate weapons if thrown from a crowd. I'm telling you, you got to have a good hand on it because the <laughs> handle is heavier, which means that's going to take
0: the lead. Just... That's why you that's why you go end over end. <laughs> end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck axe throwing. <laughs> this is the new sport. Pizza cutter throwing. You bring a pizza cutter to the axe. It's okay. I brought my own. You open a case. There's nothing but (laughs) polished pizza cutters. I'm what you call a professional.
1: (laughs) 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 Clank. (laughs) Clank. (laughs) No, no, no. You're like, hold on, hold on one one moment. And then you step into the range and you just put a picture of Zack Ryder on the target and then back up. Gah! Uh, anyways, I learned wrestling's fucking fun again, and I'm real happy about that. But where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. You can find me at the Dark Room Vidya on YouTube and the Future Best Friends on YouTube. And you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Check out all my other podcasts from a load of pure BS to fun fiction to, most importantly, the weird, the actual play, TTRPG. It, it's, it's... <laughs> I call it a TTRPG podcast for people who hate TTRPG podcasts, which I really enjoy. Uh, and you can find that at jointheweird.com. Uh, special thanks to Mega Ran for our theme song, Fighters. Go check out Mega Ran. He just a uh, few days ago announced uh, his next album that he's working on right now, Live 95. He um, I- even. I thought you were going to talk about the fact that his car got broken into a few days ago and he needs support, but also you were going into it with such excitement. I was like, wait, what else is Blake going He announced a couple of days ago that uh, his car got broken into – no, seriously, go support MegaRan. He's got a big tour coming up and. Needs the support right now. Yeah, and if you want to help him through that, he does have a Kickstarter up for Live95. Although, he has already tripled his original goal almost. That's my boy. Uh, He's also got PayPal. He's also got a bitching collection of, like, pins and shirts on his
0: website. I want some. He he also has the best dedication to a book ever. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Don't turn heel on, y'all. But if this is the reason why you do it, it's okay.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna buy the I'm gonna buy the $100 package so he has to shout us out on the album. I hope you know. Yes, yes, Blake, you must do this. I'll uh. send you twenty bucks. <laughs> Good. I I was planning on doing it anyway as a surprise, but now nah, we got to do this now. Can we get a remix of fighters that won't get us in trouble with aew <laughs> please
0: <laughs> that would that would require us to be big enough to show up on aew's radar, radar yeah mm-hmm. and they're not they're not tracking India, so we're fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What, how do I end this show? Alright. And as always, and- you can find us at aloadofpurebs.com. Step up to the merch table at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook. Donate to the Patreon. Subscribe on YouTube. And remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boy so- Shows, Shingo Takagi. Because when you're a Fight Boy, you're a Fight Boy for life!